So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, as Stephen A. says so eloquently, uh, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversation is now broadcasting live from Atlanta, Georgia. Appearing on the show today is my, one of my favorites, R&B singer Anthony Hamilton, the dynamic husband and wife duo David and Tamala Mann, super phone creator, my man, Ryan Leslie, and the NFL PA, Director of Communications, Carl Francis. And he's sitting right next to me. So, you know, we about to start talking in a minute. So let me get this right. And I really want to talk about relationships in this show today. reason he's sitting next to me is a relationship I started uh, when I was managing Steve Harvey at the time. And we were doing a project together on Family Feud. And really it's about relationships that extend your your length, your your career, your opportunities, and you, you have to understand it has value. So my next guest is the Director of Communications for the National Football League, Players Association, NFL PA, is the exclusive bargaining agent for all NFL uh, players, and they protect and preserve the rights of these NFL players' health and safety, welfare, and their working conditions. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Carl Francis. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you for having me, my friend. Carl, let me just get this one thing out that yes, really sir. is pretty, pretty, pretty huge, I think. Yes. Carl, you are the spokesman for the NFL Players Association. Yes. Print. Television, radio, digital, and all sports-related media. Correct, correct, correct. Okay, you said that kind of calm. I mean, you know, <laughs> I've been there for some time, so I've I I got a good way of managing it now, but right. it sounds like a lot, and it is a lot. Look, no, don't, 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 don't say trust it sounds me. like a lot. This is the number one <laughs> television sport, okay? Right. It, it, it changes the dynamics of a network That's right. if it broadcasts. Twitter right. wants it. Facebook wants yeah. it. it, it it's, it's expanding to Europe. It plays a game annually every day, every year in London, like several games now. That's right. And so, so, so I can't let you say. So you have an international brand that you, for the Players Association, mm-hmm. you are the spokesman. Right. Walk us through that process. No, it, it, it's a real simple process because the game is the game. But one of the things that we focus on is yes, protecting sir. the rights and wages of our membership. Mm-hmm. You know, ten uh, percent of what you see 
is what a player experiences on Sunday. Right. And that's the 10 percent that we want to focus on because we want the fans to love the sport. Mm -hmm. But when the players come off the field, that's when we going to impact because players are people try to sometimes uh, uh, separate players from human to athlete. But they're really your neighbor. Right. Right. They're really your brother. Right. They're your, your church cousin, friend. Mm-hmm. church friend. Mm-hmm. They're people that are in society and they have issues just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so we try to be there to support them, provide resources to them, mm-hmm. to help them actually make the transition from the field into normal society. And that's the goal and objective every day, but also protect their rights while they are an employee of the National Football League. And that's really key because we know we have a short window. Uh, absolutely. A short window. So. And there are no guarantees. None. You can sign a long-term contract. A portion of it is guaranteed. That's why athletes want such a high signing bonus mm-hmm. so they can feel like they, they've got the, the value of their contract. Right. And so when you look at a sport that's so short-term, there's a certain level of uh, responsibility. Right. And sometimes you can't live up to that responsibility mm-hmm. as the Players Association. Right. So what do, what do what's that balance there? Well, the balance is now you're starting to see full-term uh, contracts. Uh, being guaranteed. If Kirk you look, Cousins. You look at Kirk Cousins. You look at your 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 own uh, quarterback here, Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. just signed for 150 million. <laughs> you know, 30 a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, so guys are making money, but the key to all of this is mm-hmm. is managing what you have. Right. Right. Whether right, it's guaranteed, right, right. whether it's one third guaranteed, or what's full guaranteed. The important thing for us is to have programs in place to help players understand. As you mentioned, the short-term money that you make, mm-hmm. we wanted to make it a long-term process for you and your family and, mm-hmm. your, and, your, and the generation behind you. And so that's the key objective for us because at the end of the day, everyone is not going to make as much money as probably the next person in the locker room, but we can teach you how to keep that money and preserve it for a long-term goal. Okay, here's the key. I, I get a lot of athletes, sure. especially football players, sure. so that tells me that this show is about entrepreneurship. Absolutely. And so I feel now there's a smarter football player. Absolutely. Because in the let's go and be real. Back yeah. in the day, nightclubs, you know, car washes, you yeah. know, a lot of stuff they were just opening up. They had no planning, but hype drove the investment. Absolutely. And not the planning. The business plan wasn't part of that whole right. process. Right. And 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 so 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 when I look at that, what and social media is really is a power broker in the game of the NFL. So you're balancing all these things. What is being set up at the organization, NFLPA, that enables these players to be educated, to understand the business, the nuances of social media, the nuances of their brand and the power while they play and, and building it so it, it helps them after they finish playing? We have a, we have a number of extended programs. Uh, we have a relationship with a group called Financial Finesse that's there to support players and give them a basic structure. Now, here's the deal. We're not, when a player signs his contract, it's not objective to say, hey, go invest in this and go invest in that. Right. Because here's the thing. You got to understand, in professional football, and in a lot of sports, right. that's first-time generational wealth. Absolutely. So Absolutely. this is not a discussion. Huge. That's, huge. Right, this generation. isn't a discussion that's held in high school or, mm-hmm. or elementary school at the kitchen table of, mm-hmm. you know, what's a, what's a 501c3 or, mm-hmm. or what's a banking statement. Like, mm-hmm. these things mm-hmm. doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Now, you drop a, a lot of money on a young man that's 21, 22 years old and say hey manage your money it's very intimidating and so for us we try to put them in a place to start them at a very simple 
place in terms of just a savings account. Just save your right, money. Right. If you don't know what to do, just put it in the bank right. and don't do anything right. Right. until right. you figure out what to do with it. Right. And that's really what it, what, it, what the problem is when you talk about quick money. And that's right. quick money. Right, it, right, right. Because it comes to you, bam. And then it also doesn't come to you year round. Right. And so that means that as, as a writer on TV shows, I, I used to work from uh, from June to February. Mm-hmm. Between February and May, there was no check. So I had to learn to balance, okay, what's happening in that little down period? So I had to learn to shift my money right. so I can understand how to live and not just live like a king and then live like a pauper right. when I had no money. <laughs> right, right, right. But I also want to talk about some of your community involvement. Oh, man. You know, I'm, I'm going up to Hampton this weekend uh, for for an event. And um, Hampton Roads, you do a lot of work oh, with uh, let me, let me these people you're working with. NFL, NFL Pro Bowler, Michael Vick mm-hmm. from that area. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, former Super Bowl quarterback and current coach, coach uh, and uh, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin. Yeah. What are you guys doing in that as far as community? You know, this is on your this is on your dime. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Me and a friend of mine named uh, Vernon Lee, um, you know, 20. 22 years ago, mm-hmm. we said we wanted to, you know, I've never had a chance to interact with any professional athletes when I was young coming up in the Hampton Rose area. And, you know, my heroes were, you know, Lawrence Taylor's, Ron Springs, Bruce Smith's, you <laughs> yeah, know, Mel Gray, <laughs> I mean, Kenny Easley. I mean, I, we can go on and on, right? But I never had a chance to interact. So when I got to the NFLPA, I was like, you know what, let me let me do this. And I'm going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. We've been hosting a football camp, free football camp, uh, for 22 years, never charged a kid because I don't think a kid just needs to pay. Now, I'm not saying anything wrong with paying. Absolutely. absolutely. But what I'm saying is, it's just in my heart. This is your campaign. It was my campaign mm-hmm. because I wanted to change a heart to say football may be the catalyst, but I want what we're telling you afterwards to be uh, the, the driving goal for you and being a productive citizen. Mm-hmm. And it has grown as being something unbelievable. I mean, even with Mike Tomlin, when I first met Mike Tomlin, he was an assistant defensive backs coach at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Absolutely. He, Absolutely. he knows that. I mean, mm-hmm. we met at the Combine, mm-hmm. and I say, listen, I'm doing a free football camp. You're from Newport News. I'm from Hampton. Oh, yeah, I know you. Yeah, I went to school with your brother and all that other stuff. And next thing you know, you know, 22 years later, Super Bowl, he was a defensive coordinator for a Minnesota Vikings, mm-hmm. then Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. And now he's a regular. We have our own tailgate event where the fans come in. Uh, we've had a mentorship program. Uh, we've impacted over 10,000 kids, giving out over $8,000 worth of scholarships. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you just impact people. And Michael Vick, Ronald Kerr, it's so many players that have come through mm-hmm. that I can't even draw mail. It, it's just so many. So what happens to a city? When he gets the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl comes. You know what's scary about Atlanta? <laughs> and Atlanta doesn't scare me. Trust me. The last time I was here, you know, uh, it was St. Louis and uh, Tennessee. Right. And that was my first time here for the Super Bowl. And, man, I'll tell you what. You guys you guys just locked up the city. Absolutely. I mean, the absolutely. city was just absolutely. locked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, from Wednesday mm-hmm. through Sunday. I mean, every and anybody was here mm-hmm. and the city was locked. Mm-hmm. Now... I can't help you out traffic wise. No, <laughs> so don't ask we me. We can't help ourselves out now. Before the Super Bowl. <laughs> don't ask me about traffic. <laughs> I don't know how you get around, but figure it out. But I tell you what, the city is electric, mm-hmm. and one thing that's really making it exciting is that unbelievable spaceship you guys call a Mercedes Benz Stadium. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. That the flower facility the flower. is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a spaceship. Now absolutely. I thought. Now I went to Dallas and I, and I saw the uh, Jerry Gym. Yep. The Dallas Stadium, mm-hmm. unbelievable, beautiful. I mean, the the big uh, jumbotron up right, top. Right, right, right. But you guys, 
I mean, it's like the Jetsons over it's there really, with Mercedes it's, it's Stadium. I mean, it's it's and, and it's unbelievable. It's, it's crazy because it's so much going on over there. Yeah, that they have trouble getting the, the the fans to go to the seats. You know, oh right, they, exactly. They, they yeah, have yeah, problems yeah. with them being there for kickoff. But they have their partying, yeah. getting their hair cut, <laughs> that, that, dancing, Atlanta, just, all right. that, getting hot dogs, and just hanging out there. You know, it's a social right. outside of it, and that's what really is happening to so many e- events that uh, stadiums that are being built. Yes, you know, we got Battery Park with Atlanta mm-hmm. Braves. You go, they got ten thousand restaurants, mm-hmm. and it's, it's an experience. Right. And Mercedes Benz is an experience. That's right. The game. Uh, uh, is is part of the process, you know, the allure, the That's allure right. to That's get, right. uh, you know, seventy thousand people over there at one time. You're giving them an experience, and so the Super Bowl is the ultimate experience. You're bringing it back to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You're bringing all the, this capital. When I say capital income, the mm-hmm. revenue generator, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and these things, and then you just then it's known to another city. That's what you do for the players. That's what you're trying to set up for future opportunities. That's your role. Well, I think it's key for us. You know, it's funny you mentioned that for players like. When we come to a city, meaning the NFL, and what the NFLPA does is connect with uh, the major corporations in the area, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we take players on tours of the facility. Mm-hmm. Like last year in Minnesota, mm-hmm. we took players uh, to Target to meet the CEO, right? to sit down and talk about right. next, next steps in your life. Mm-hmm. And we took them on a journey and ex- customer service experience mm-hmm. to understand it. I'm sure our marketing uh, team with Players, Inc., uh, our, our marketing arm uh, will do that in Atlanta mm-hmm. uh, with, with several companies. So it's not just come, have a good time, and enjoy yourself, which it's is entrepreneurship side. But it's the entrepreneurship side, too. It's that transition mm-hmm. that we take a, a group of players. Uh, we were in San Francisco. We did a tech conference mm-hmm. where we went mm-hmm. to Facebook. Silicon. Uh, mm-hmm. Silicon. And we met with all these different tech companies, uh, Google and, and other places, to talk about the next wave of technology, mm-hmm. how you can become involved mm-hmm. and how you can create an opportunity for yourself right. uh, beyond football. Yeah, football. Which and so really that'll happen in Atlanta too, which is key for the development and which I want people to understand about us, meaning the NFL, but more importantly, the NFL Players Association, what we do for our members. Right. So that's key for us. Well, the, the, the thing that I want to make sure I, I, I address here sure. is that uh, your skill, you, 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 your Ability to be the spokesperson yes, for the NFL and all these layers, which are over 25 years of experience. Mm-hmm. Member of Omega Sci Fi, really? your fraternity to the day you die. Really? Uh, your ability to be able to have relationships outside of football, yes, inside sir. of football, understanding the market and longevity, and more importantly, now working on the mental side of the NFL player. Key. The concussions, the mental health, bipolar issues, they're big. And I want to thank you for coming on my show again. Oh, which thank means you for having me. This is your home. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you for you. dropping by while you were in town. Yes, and, sir. You know, Super Bowl comes, so I'll at least go see you at least two more times on oh, the show. Oh, at least two more hey, times. look, I may even, do y'all have any place to stay over here? I may even stay <laughs> over here with the Super Bowl. I know the hotels are sold out already. But. Yeah, we'll be right back with more, more <laughs> money making conversation. Thank you, Carl. All right, thank you. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. As host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald is uniquely positioned to provide a step-by-step, easy-to-understand blueprint that drives listeners to realize their dreams and aspirations. Until you do the business plan or incorporate or actually create that product or start selling products, 
The universe doesn't have to deal with you. Money Making Conversations is an innovative platform that delivers financial literacy to help everyone with their brand success. It's good to have a money making conversation with somebody that make money. <laughs> Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. Wow, money-making conversation is again. Entrepreneurship and entertainment, that's what we do on this show. My next guest is a Grammy-nominated recording artist, multi-platinum music producer, and avid technologist. And most importantly, a Harvard graduate. I'm a graduate of the University of Houston. At least I had the H. He has Harvard, I have Houston. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, <laughs> Ryan Leslie. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing great. I am doing great. It's beautiful weather in New York City, wherever you're listening from. I hope you're feeling it. You're motivated. We're here to to give you some gems and get you on the pathway to even more accelerated success in your life. So I'm glad glad you're back tuning in. And I appreciate the opportunity to be on the show. Thank Thank you. you. Well, the great thing about it is that, you know, like I said, I love the fact that you're saying that, hey, man, it's time for minorities to be represented and have leadership in the the tech world. And uh, why are we failing there? Ryan, I got to ask you that before we get into the super phone talk and all that. Why are we failing in the tech world? And why are we not being uh, given credit for participating in the tech world? Well, I think it's systemic. I think, I think, I think where technology starts mm-hmm. is it starts with, with uh, it, it starts with the, the dream and the ideation yes, sir. that comes um, from just knowing that you can take an idea and without, you know, one of my good friends is Paul Judge from, from Atlanta. And he's had, he's had a couple of very successful technology exits. Mm-hmm. And one of, the, one of the greatest lessons that I've learned from him is that equal opportunity really is technology. So without land, without water, without steel, without brick and mortar, you can actually build services through technology that can create immense value. And so even for me, it you know, I, 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 coming from Harvard, I didn't actually have, have the ability to take a computer science class, and nor did I have any mentors growing up that really impressed upon me the incredible opportunity that technology would empower me with in my later years. And so I think it's important now, and the reason why I'm, I'm actually doing this podcast right now is just to let folks know that there is a digital age that is already upon us. There's an information age that's upon us. And in order for us to flourish in this age, we need to be prepared. And we need to be able to dream the impossible dreams because none of us know what 20 years from now is going to look like, which means we have the ability to build it. Uh, one, of the, one of my favorite sayings is that the best way to predict the future is to invent it. And so that's what mm-hmm. we're doing at Superphone. We're inventing what we believe the future should look like. Mm-hmm. And we are doing this based on the concept that without buildings, without without 
locomotives and steel and railroads <laughs> and all of the all of the materials that were necessary to to build value in the industrial age. The information age is really just about creating the most efficient way to exchange information. And we believe that superphone and success happens at the speed of communication. And so there's so much information available to us. It's mm-hmm. about communicating that information as efficiently as possible. And right. so I believe it starts in the schools. It starts in our schools. It starts in, it starts in our early childhood education programs. And I also believe in, in creativity being the, the first that's planted in order to make us, to make us, to, to, to really make us the kind of success to be in technology. I, I had a meeting yesterday where someone brought to my attention or, or made the comment that Steve Jobs was more of an artist than he was a businessman. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the immense success of Apple as a technology company, a hardware technology company, a software technology company, the creativity that's at the helm means that minorities as urban music and all the creativity and, and cultural influence that we have, when it's harnessed the right way and it's directed the right way, it means that, you know, we already have the makings of being incredible technologists because right. being incredible technologists requires great imagination. But that imagination needs to be tied to right. actual real tactical skills of being able to speak the language of computers. And so that means that you have to wake up in the same way you would learn a, uh, another language like French or any other language, Italian. Mm-hmm. You need to learn the language of computers so that you can get two computers exactly what you would like for them to do. And once you communicate it once, they will do it over and over and over and over again at scale and be able to serve hundreds of millions, and even in the case of Facebook or or WhatsApp, literally billions of people on the planet. And so I think for us as a people, we we just got to dream bigger. We got to dream outside of the confines of whatever we believe our current circumstances are. Mm -hmm. And when we dream big and we apply creativity and ingenuity to the technical skills that we can learn for free online, <laughs> we can really start to flirt the way that we should. Because that's what you did, because your degree is in government, correct? That's right. And so, but you 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 went to Code Academy and you uh learned online code and programming. And that, that that's what I you're did. saying. That's what you're saying to us, okay? Don't allow your your direction or the way you've been pointed or your degree or what people expect of you to stop your ambition. And so how, just wrapping that around, how did you perceive that that was the right place to go to, to Code Academy to put you in the right direction for, to really deliver all the uh, technology that you're achieving right now, correct? Yes. I want to say this. In, in, every, in every sense of the word, yes, sir. you always look for the highest value proposition for the time that mm-hmm. you're going to put in. So even before technology, when I was doing music, mm-hmm. I did my research, and I said, okay, well, how much does it cost for me to actually go get a beat from Jermaine Dupree? And I think at that time, it was the heyday of the music industry. You know, I was talking Absolutely. about $100,000, $1 million mm-hmm. to get a beat. And so I looked at my bank account at the time. I said, well, you know, I have 100000 quarter million dollars to get one beat. I might as well teach myself how to make beats. <laughs> and, 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 that, and, that's, and that's exactly what I did. And that is a resource that all of us do have. Right. So in the absence of financial 
And when we apply time, and we apply time in an, in an intentional way mm-hmm. to achieving the success we want to achieve, it's about, A, either finding a mentor or a teacher mm-hmm. that is going to invest that time for you, or finding online resources. And at the time, you know, I, I didn't have online resources, but, you know, I, I had digital resources. Like right. I could listen to Jermaine Dupree's beats on CDs mm-hmm. and just sit there and do my best to replicate it. And so the beauty of, uh, of the information age is that a kid right now has more information at their fingertips than Bill Clinton had when he was the president of the United States in office. And so it's important for us to actually take the access that we have to that information and leverage it in our favor. And so that means that whether you have money or not, there are free resources online that can teach you how to basically do anything. You want to become a Photoshop expert. If you want to become an Adobe Premiere Pro expert, if you want to become a Pro Tools expert, if you want to become a coding expert, if you want to become an expert on science or an expert on literally any topic, Wikipedia, YouTube, and online resources can give you that education for free. Mm-hmm. And you can become an expert even without spending forty or $50,000 a year for that piece of paper that gives you a certificate that says you're an expert. And what you do with that knowledge is really up to you. That's true. And it's not to you, but it's also about how you share the knowledge, right? So you can amass the knowledge and all, I would say that any new value that's created in the world mm-hmm. is because someone creatively put their spin on it. And so Superphone is, you know, it's, uh, Superphone's a novel concept. And I'm driving to New York City, you can hear the, you can hear the sirens in the background. <laughs> well, I know by New York, brother. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Superphone is a novel concept because of the ingenuity and creativity that's being applied to an existing technology, Platform. which is SNS, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in just enabling and empowering and encouraging that next generation of creatives to be as creative as possible and look at problems that, and challenges that the human race is going to be facing in the future and making sure that you sharpen your mind so that you can solve for challenges that we don't even know exist yet. And that's how you're going to really create value for the world. And when you create value for the world, the world turns around and creates value for you. Now, I want to go back for, I know I said it earlier, if I don't bring up the fact that Stevie Wonder CD that you heard, that friend heard yeah. major player, what was the Stevie Wonder song or CD? Well, I would say uh, Stevie Wonder's CD that really changed everything, that really just changed the whole course of my life and career and life path was Songs in the Key of Life. There you and go. The, there the, you the, go. What, what song, though? What song, though? That's a brilliant That's a brilliant CD. That's a brilliant CD. Which song, though? Yeah, really a brilliant body of work, and, and the song was Love and Need of Love wow. Today. And so I really believe that, World. you know, that's what we're doing at Super we, we are We are actually creating the ability for people to have closer relationships and get to what we all crave in life, which is more love. And if you have more love around your ideas, if you have more love around uh, the, the questions that you are asking, the help that you are asking for, it's so much more powerful to ask for help from someone that loves you as opposed to someone that doesn't know you. And you know what? I think there is a, I think there's a, there, I believe in the inherent good of humanity. And I believe, like I said, people feel better helping, uh, even better helping than being helped. And so, 
the ability for you to actually find empathy and find real depth in your relationships is just going to make your life that much more enriched and better. And that's, that's, that's the goal. That, that's, that's the aim of Superphone. And so, and, and that means that whether that's, that's your customers, yes, because you want your customers to feel like you love them, you know, and that's why you're building a product to help them uh, to have better lives, whether that's your fans, mm-hmm. whether that's your friends and family or your colleagues, I feel like deeper relationships are really are, are going wow. to extend your life. And right. not only will they extend your life, they'll make your life that much more enriched. And so as we go into the 24th century, I want you to think about your iPhone today. And I want you to think about how much better your it life be. would be by just having better organization, having a little bit of automation, <laughs> and having intelligence on your messaging that actually allows for you with that super to phone app. With that super phone app. Yeah. Hey, my man, we know we're going to take this show to TV. I've already been notified. Can you be my first guest, Ryan? Absolutely. My man. Absolutely. You're the best, Absolutely. brother. Let's You're be, the best. We made for TV. All and, right, man. And I would be remiss. Anybody have any other questions for me? If I can cover anything, just go to textryan.com and leave your number, and I'll text you right back. Okay, go cool. Go to textryan.com, leave your number. I will text you right back, and we can continue the dialogue on my super phone. Stay strong. Ryan Leslie, Superphone. Go to Apple Store. You can download it right now. Now on the phone is my next guest. Uh, he's one of my favorites, musical artists. He's a Grammy-nominated R&B singer who has this deep, 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 soulful, emotional voice. You know him from such hits as my all-time favorite, Charlene, Pray For Me, Sister Big Bones, and Can't Let Go. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, my man, Anthony Hamilton. Hello, how are you? Anthony, long time, my friend, long time. Yes, man, I think we, we've all been uh, on our journey, and it, it's beautiful, man, to see all this happening for you, and, uh, you know, I'm well, excited to be on, on the show. Thank you for coming on the show, and this show is about entrepreneurship. I, I think that's why it's really gaining such popularity now, Anthony, because this, this allows artists especially sometimes people just want you to be the artist they don't want to hear the story about your entrepreneurship background and the other layers of your life and charities and things like that and the various artists and and ceos and, and industry decision makers know they can come on money making conversations and they can get their story told and they can tell it in a relaxed format and i'm not walking away from your success but also you have other layers of success correct exactly yeah Branching out, you know, sometimes people don't expect it when they when they just know you for one one thing. Um, but being a business person, I think you always have these creative ideas that you want to uh, embark on, and it's just exciting to be able to do something else. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that's is that the cool thing about life today because of the fact that you know, especially with social media. Because I want to talk about social media and your brand because you know you you come in you know you just you have one dream that's just to be a musical artist and get your songs played on the radio, get that to become gold, get that to become platinum, sell out arenas. But now you have this other social media, this this brand relationship that you have with your fans is not like a fan club. It's like it's immediate. How does how has that impacted your career? Well, you get to to really, you know, hear and and read what people really think, see it, feel it. Um, people will post uh, videos of them singing your songs or testimonies <laughs> about how the music has changed their lives, and you know, you get to see them at the shows. 
they repost the uh, videos of them enjoying your live performances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's exciting. Now, when you do that, with that being said, what is the difference today for a musical artists? Because I get that all the time because they know what I've done in the business. So I'm constantly being approached by people to manage their careers or give them advice. And there's so many different layers. So I can I, I just know when I started writing on in sitcoms in 93 and what you're doing, today, what I'm doing today is totally different. So I can assume that if, if you were breaking into the musical business today, what is different? What are the major I, I, obstacles or the major opportunities that a young musical artist listening to this show that you would give them advice on? Not only can you be successful at being, you know, a musician, songwriter, or producer, mm-hmm. you can also you can also get into um, advertisement. Mm. When you have a lot of people following you, mm-hmm. um, people brands come to you and and they want to. They want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. They want to be a part of the movement. They want to be a part of, of your fan base mm-hmm. so that they can sell their product. So you become now a, a, a different entity. Um, you know, it's almost like how Oprah's show was, like, major. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, right. you know, to be a part of that space and, and, and that energy and that, and, you know, and that that exchange. They right. want to be a part of that. So you become a, a different kind of entity now. And, and you can sell things. Outside of the music, you can you know you can really pretty much set up a store, right? Um, being an entertainer now, and and you get a chance to to share your music with people who would never ever uh, think twice about you know venturing off outside of their own comfort. Right, you can go into their world. You can you can add your fans to the to their world and and vice versa. You know, become a, a it's really Bigger, interesting uh, hearing you say that because, uh, you know, my world, you know, entertainment, you know, bigger part of the entertainment was managing Steve Harvey, doing TV shows, yeah. doing radio, all these different platforms and, and creating relationships. I, I, how many favors you've done for me for the Hoodie Awards or the Neighborhood Awards, coming there mm-hmm. and changing people's lives. And they were entrepreneurs. That's why I always love that format because it's about people yeah. within the, the real stars of the community. And then, then I transitioned to now I'm on the, I'm an award-winning baker. So this is what you were saying that reaching people that you will never see follow you is that you know I'm, a, I'm reaching people in Montana, Idaho, Lower Alabama, Nevada because I'm a baker. Yeah. And when I started seeing you start putting these pictures out of these photos, these videos out about you cooking, you know, yeah. You know, you know, I, I, I reached out to your manager, Eli. I said, Eli, I got to get in touch with Anthony. What is all this cooking going on? Tell us about that. Tell us about that. <laughs> I, you know, I'm a Southern guy, man. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, cooking has always been a, a, a very important part of, of, of our culture as, you know, mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And, they, and a way to express yourself. And mm-hmm. when you didn't have much, you had a good meal or you had a meal. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, so, yes, Because so, yes. you so you're from a single mom. You were raised by a single mom, correct? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And then later on adopted. So, you know, I have I've had a, both of those experiences. Yes, sir. But uh cooking is a is a way that I express myself and extend who I am. Mm-hmm. Um I like to, I like different flavors and and and, and, and taste, mm-hmm. uh, smells, mm. uh mm. textures mm. and combinations of, of uh of plates that I can express myself. Like I might do curry corn with uh with the oh, big feedback. Oh, he's showing out now. 
You know what I mean? I'll do some mashed potatoes. I'll infuse my mashed potatoes with with the uh, with the sweet corn puree. Just you know, just different ways to to be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, so food has always been very, very. Uh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. okay, Anthony. Okay, Patty Labelle. Patty Labelle got her cooking show. Yes, sir. Okay, now. Uh, are we headed in that direction? Because look here, you know, you got the social media following, you got the brand, you got the name, and see, you weren't throwing out them little simple, you know, he used these words, you know, infuse, you know, that's a cook. I would never use that word. I'm, I'm just there to eat. I just bake. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're using those yeah. really, really, you know, those, 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 those culinary terms, you know, in your whole scenario. So, so, uh, so, 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 tell us about what's what you really doing here, Anthony. Are we gonna be on TV cooking? You know what? The, the opportunity is, is 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 there. Yes, um, sir. Yes, sir. I, I will. I will definitely uh, look into it. I definitely want to put out a cookbook. Absolutely. Uh, a different style of cookbook. Uh, just drawn on with uh, African American expressions out of San Francisco, and mm-hmm. you know, I think that will be the platform. They have a, a large, uh, a large uh, retail. Right. Uh, Right there, and uh, my fans, it, it fits. It fits my brand. So I'll start off with a cookbook. Get the people interested. Um, you know. Then so you'll start then, off with this cookbook yeah. to get everybody interested. Because, because you know, we already interested. I'm just gonna let you know that right now, because you know, my wife, she loves fish. So you, you just dove right into her, her menu Dang. with the sea bass. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, what, what, what would a cookbook look like? coming from Anthony Hamilton? Would it have desserts in it? Would it have breads? Would it just be entree types or, or, or d'oeuvres? Or what would it be? Appetizers? It would, No, it would be full, full meals. Mm-hmm. Um, there would be some, some pairing. Yes, sir. Whether it be a, a good dessert with a good see, meal see, or see. a good wine with a good meal, a good cognac with a good meal, see, and see. good music. So I want to transition a little bit to, you said it earlier, African-American expressions. Now, it said greeting cards, calendars, journals. Explain about that relationship. And when you say greeting cards, we're talking about, you know, Valentine's Day cards, Mother's Day cards, uh, Christmas cards. What, when you say greeting cards and calendars and journals, tell us how that's all going to work under the Anthony Hamilton brand. Absolutely. Uh, expression is what I do through, through song, through uh, performing. Mm-hmm. And, and and people come to me all the time about my lyrics. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? It's it's already set up for me to uh, to use my words and, and yes. my voice. Mm-hmm. So why not extend it through greeting cards? Uh, whether it be holidays or just so simple, I appreciate you and 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 love you. And uh, and and coming from from me, yes, not from Hallmark. Right, right, it, right, right. I can express it. You know from my people and, and to my people in a way that they wouldn't normally understand. Right. Uh, so I got with America, African-American expression and, and mm-hmm. felt like it was a, a good marriage. It's an excellent marriage. Like you said, it's a, it's a comfort zone to you because you've always been an advocate for um, social change. Always a, yeah. a voice on the front line of, uh, you know, saying this is not right. And yeah. um, what, what drives you in that direction? And it makes you be so consistent with that tone. I think when you see a, a I think when you see anybody, a, a, a group of people, a, a, a race of people, mm-hmm. being mistreated or you know mm-hmm. looked down upon, mm-hmm. and uh, 
and you feel it's not right, you, mm-hmm. you want to have justice and mm-hmm. so much injustice uh, surrounding how we be treated and how we looked at and our value and mm-hmm. it and hasn't changed. So mm-hmm. after a while, you just you have to be you have to be drawn to it. You have to be affected by it. And right. uh, I change, and I'm a father of six boys. Right. I, I don't want them brought up in a in a world with that same ignorant mentality. So why not speak on it while I have a a, a platform and a lot of people with power mm-hmm. and with uh, you know I can make a change. So why not use my voice? And that's important because I'm a parent, and uh, you know, because you know, you, you when you when you when you're a parent, you, you, there's so many goals in life. You know, you first want a healthy child, and then you want to yes. raise that child to be respectful, and then yes. when they go to high school. You want them to get through that process because, you know, you're as we all have had our all personal high school experiences. And when they go to mm-hmm. college, it's kind of like the, 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 the unnerving part. You want them to walk away and you want to outlive your kids. That's the goal. You don't want to bury yeah. your kids. You want to outlive. Their, and you don't want your children to have any negative experiences. And the fact that you have six boys, that carries an even bigger burden. Because guess what? When you look at the local news. These are the African-American young males are the ones being traumatized by the police. So emotionally, yeah. how does that, how do, how do you deal with that as a, as a father? What do you tell your, your boys when you see stuff like that happening almost on a weekly basis in the media? And then, the, and then there are acquittals that for us who watch the videos go, how could that happen? Yeah, first of all, it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. And then second, you know, I calm down. And I say, you know what? <laughs> Being angry ain't going to always get me the results I need. So mm-hmm. I need for them to think through it all. Mm-hmm. Tell them, like, your goal every day is to get home safely, mm-hmm. unharmed, mm-hmm. and uh, and to outthink your enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it ain't all about boasting up and, and letting ego get in the way. I right. think uh, intelligence, intelligence and, and class. Mm-hmm. And integrity mm-hmm. can go a long way, mm-hmm. and, and then sometimes you push out, pushed out of your your comfort zone, and you know, out of the those elements. Right. But you have to maintain uh, a certain amount of calmness, a certain amount of uh, um, level headedness. That's really key. Think, That's really key. Yeah. To, yeah. To, to outthink. Yeah, and then got, I think the key you said was just get home. Just get home. Home safe. Don't 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 yeah. let pride interrupt the journey. And the journey is to get exactly. home. Exactly. And uh, if yes sir needs to be said, yes sir. You know, if, uh, if don't yeah. follow the rules to the back. And that's that's what I do. You know, and I, I, quite frankly, anytime I'm pulled over, you know, I'm nervous, and I I like to believe that I've done nothing wrong. And so I'm I'm gonna follow the rules, and 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 hopefully, if by following the rules, that I'm gonna be allowed to go on my way. And that's really the key. And I think that. Not saying I, I I'm not I'm not putting any title onto other situations. All I know is that the bottom line, one thing that you're saying, get home safe. That's the bottom line. So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm gonna switch gears right here because you know you've been sporting these hat lines here. Another entrepreneurship lane for you. These hats now. You've been styling them, Anthony. Do you have a hat yeah. line out there? Come on now. I am in the process of working on that, and it's uh that's one of my one of my babies. Um, I can't wait. We're in conversations. With a few people, and mm-hmm. uh, the perfect marriage—it'll come, or close to the perfect marriage will come, and we'll make the best of it. Uh, but it's time; it's time for that. Uh, like you said, I wear 
I've been wearing other folks' hats. Right. <laughs> you've been sporting them. Anthony Hamilton, too. You, you, you've been sporting them. You've been styling them. Uh, you, know, you know, photo yeah. shoots, album covers, yeah. all that stuff, man. Yeah. So now it's, it's time for me to uh, unveil my own. Well, you know, the thing I like about this conversation, because you are a successful touring performer. Venues, 3,000, 6,000, 10,000 seat facilities on a, you know, a monthly basis. And so these the items that you're talking about, whether it's the greeting cards, whether it's a hat line, you know, these things can be sold to your fans on tour. And so exactly. it, it, it's just a natural revenue generation generating process that you're developing here. And I just really I really I really like the way you're, you're taking your brand and you deciding that, hey, you know something? It's time for me to make revenue off the stage, make revenue while I'm sleeping. That's the big picture now. Correct, Anthony? That is the big picture, and uh, if you're going to be successful, you have to be making money while you're sleeping. It just it just makes sense. It just uh, it takes the stress off you and uh, sets up, you know, a legacy, Mm -hmm. and and you know, provide those opportunities while you rest. I think when you're chasing and chasing and chasing, Mm -hmm. you don't get the rest you need, and you don't think properly when you when you're under the gun every time. So while you're resting, if you're making money, there's a different comfort when you wake up. Well, I'm gonna tell you some chef Hamilton. Um, I'm gonna reach out to Eli and tell him, "Hey, man, start sending me some videos so I can start posting them on a weekly basis." I'm not I'm not one of them, one of them guys who just do it off one one or one out. Chef Hamilton. Yeah, we're gonna do this on yeah. a regular basis if you want to. All I just know that that's my that's my genre. That's my that's that's what people follow me. Uh, my my program director he always laughed because people would say, "Do you know that guy? They know nothing about Steve Harvey. They know nothing about money making conversation, but they know I bake." And he always laughs. Yeah. And I just know that this is something you're building. Pat LaBelle's in Walmart. You can be in Walmart too, brother. Let's keep winning, hey, man. Let's do it, man. I appreciate this and. Uh I can't wait to taste some of those, those pies and cakes. I'm on the real deal. We're going to make that happen. Congratulations, All man. Right, and man. we'll talk to him also about that TV show. You got a lot of things going on, Anthony. I'm just sorry, man. Chef Hamilton, y'all. Money-making conversation. He's a winner. I got to get a cake to him. Shut him down. <laughs> we'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money-Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. As host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald is uniquely positioned to provide a step-by-step, easy-to-understand blueprint that drives listeners to realize their dreams and aspirations. Until you do the business plan or incorporate or actually create that product or start selling products, the universe doesn't have to deal with you. Money Making Conversations is an innovative platform that delivers financial literacy to help everyone with their brand success. It's good to have a Money Making Conversation with somebody that make money. (laughs) Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. Hey, Rashawn McDonald, we're closing in to two of the, I'm going to tell you something, last time they was on my show, uh, Tamla went, uh, you are funny. I, I, I can't believe how funny you are. She was laughing the whole interview. And she's married to one of the funniest men in America. So I kind of like kind of told y'all who we are. Let me let me introduce them properly. My next guest uh, 
you know, uh, a, a dynamic duo, NAACP Image Award winning actor and his wife, Grammy Award winning recording artist. Uh, they are so busy that they have two websites, two websites, TillyManMusic.com and Manstour.com. That's just when you're busy. Okay, when you you just directed people, they were, and then they got their social media. They they they're beasts now. They're they're they're, they're the Freeland neighborhood entertainment beast. This couple here, please welcome the money making conversation, David and Tamala Man. Hello, <laughs> my favorite couple. Come on now, come on now. Good morning. Good morning. Come on now. Um, I've never, you know, the the beauty of you two is that your goal is to make people feel good. Your goal is to inspire people that today will be the best day in your life. That is awesome to have that type of uh, 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 lifestyle that generates that type of positivity to people. Am I right in saying that about this dynamic couple? Yes, that would be it. We're encouragers is what I would just sum it up to be. Encourage you to do better, for all of us to be better. In every facet of your life, be better. Now, okay, now, you know, I'm reading in essence, you know, talking about 30 years of love, 30-year anniversary, (laughs) you know, been together, you know, we survivors, children everywhere, palatial property in Texas, you know. Then I just got to come out and talk about, I've been together with my wife for 30 years, you know. I'm not in essence. I'm not in ebony. I'm not on social media. How does it feel? To be 30 years in the game, and then people feel like that's shocking information. You know, that, that, that. Well, first, 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 let me say this. Let me give you your flowers here, right here. <laughs> with everybody. Yes, congratulations. Hey, that's a major thing, especially nowadays. You know, back in the day, it used to be that way. You know, people used to stay together that long, but somebody can get a common cold, and that's reasons for divorce nowadays. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You know, so. It's not happening much, so that's why it's like, wow. But you know, but you know, but the thing about it is that uh, you guys are in the entertainment business, and so, and you know, so you're not bringing different conversations home because we know in entertainment, I'm an entertainer too. You know, there's no guarantees, so there's a lot of emotional, and we all know that the one of the number one reasons for divorce is financing. Finances, right? Find those, those, right. The money ain't there. The conversation gets kind of distant. Okay, and I so, call it, I call it the number one reason for the divorce: the greener grass on the other side. So we think, right? Yes, yes, absolutely, so, absolutely. And so people go to chase that greener grass, and they don't know what that person used to get that grass green. Absolutely, get over there. And absolutely. Now you can go there and pick fine out of this painted. <laughs> you, you know. You know, the funny thing about uh, Tamla, when I, you know, the, the, the brilliance of your voice, and th- this is really interesting, the, the, the couple that you guys are, really, and I just want to slow it down and talk about it, you know, and the, and the, the brilliance of uh, David's comedic ability. To be at the top of your game, the two of you guys, that's, that's, the, that's the difference link. Even though y'all have done shows together, we know that the jokes are going to come from him and the steady voice of reason on those shows are going to come from you. And so, what is the David and Tamla brand? What what is the brand? The brand for us is quite simple. We we just want to make good quality family entertainment mm-hmm. that the whole family can watch, and it's going to leave a message. And you know, not preachy, 
we're not trying to preach it to anybody. We just want to send messages of hope to anybody. And mm-hmm. before you know it, you've sit and you've listened to whether, like last night we did a show, mm-hmm. I did stand-up, and before you know it, there were subliminal messages thrown at you, you know, mm-hmm. about wives uh, and wives how to take care of their husbands. And then Tam came, and there's nothing subliminal about her message. Love, <laughs> Come on, taking Love him to the king. Jesus. There's nothing so blubble about taking you to the king. I'm just letting you know that. Right. Right. Well, <laughs> you know where that journey is. Ain't no, ain't no right turn. Ain't no swerves. You know, ain't no yield signs. I'm taking you to the king. It's all up in your face. And, you know, I guess like we were talking about earlier, I guess the big shocker is because we're in an industry yes, sir. that's known for divorce. Yes, sir. I mean, you... you you look in our industry, and you can just about pick out a handful of couples that have stood the test of time that have just said, look, no matter what, it's going to be me and you mm-hmm. till death do us part. Mm-hmm. And then you look at look at the other ones, it's like, it's going to be me and you until we kill each other or something like that. <laughs> right, 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 right. So we've just taken a stance that one of the first and things divorce, we tell people. Divorce is not an option. Right. Bottom line, we're, right. we're going to work through it because the thing I always say is life is like a circle. Mm-hmm. If you don't pass the test with that with that spouse or that person, you're going to go through the same test again with somebody else. Mm-hmm. So why not just, just sit and let's reason together, mm-hmm. get an understanding, and we can just grow together. Now, mm-hmm. now we also we also tell people, if he's going upside your head, that's different. That's different. That's different. Thank you. Don't, don't stay if there's some abuse going on. Run, Forrest, run. <laughs> uh, and, and when you run and have your cell phone calling the police simultaneously, just in case he runs That's too. You got to have your, your gangster cousin. Thank you. Thank you. Because I, I think that's important that you're, you're talking like this because it, it, it talks about 30. Um, talk about the book that's coming out this fall. You're celebrating 30 years in love by releasing your first book this fall, Us Against the World Our Secrets to Love. Marriage and Family, available November 13th of this year. Now, let's break that up. What is the secrets, the Tamala and David, the David and Tamala man's secrets to love? Give us a, just a short synopsis. What's that secret well, right I, quick? I would say my secret would be that we try to outdo each other, doing for each other. Oh, okay. So it's like nothing goes lacking, nothing goes wanting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm making sure... That he's getting his needs met, mm-hmm. and he's making sure that I'm getting my needs met, mm. and everybody, and everybody is happy. And we, and we have our three L's: live, love, and laugh. You you'll be surprised at how many couples out there they can go to work, they laugh with everybody else, mm-hmm. they joke and kid with everybody else, and they have, they don't they can't sit and laugh and just have a good belly laugh with each other. Yeah. And you know we just we're just living work. 52 this year and we're living some of our best years mm-hmm. and and we're living them in love hey, Cotto, boy, I felt that I would, in my and spirit. I would also say yeah, another okay, secret now. for us would be another secret for us would be is we love each other we love the first of all we love our kids mm-hmm. but we made our relationship priority so that's another thing is we didn't put our kids before our marriage and some people do that some love, people do that yes Yes, a lot of people, and then they, you know, the kids grow up and they leave home, and then you're wondering, okay, what are we going to do? Who is that do? person oh, in bed oh. with me? Who are you? Who are you? Oh, yeah. who are you exactly? <laughs> well, because the kids, the kids and other stuff becomes the glue. 
Right. And then once the kids are gone, the glue is gone. And so you find yourself just trying to figure out how we're going to stay together because our glue is gone. Okay, so that, that transition to the next one, marriage. That's what you guys are talking about. The glue. The glue, really, the you, David and Tamara, you are the base. Okay, how the base goes is how everything else goes. Okay, you're not, you're not prioritizing any of the kids, the money, the singing, the touring. It's about, honey, what do you need to be happy? Honey, what do you need to be happy? Let's equally come together and be happy together. Don't overcompensate to keep that person happy and you not happy. That's the key, that right? That is correct. Well, that is definitely the key. Well, we sound, we sound book, like Dr. Phil here, y'all. We about to go. This ain't money-making conversation no more. This is the David and Tamla Man show now. Yeah. Well, in, in the book, we talk about how to deal with even our finances as a couple. Because mm. that, you know, that can that can break a couple up. Come on now. We say for richer or for poor, but when we cool with rich, when it's rich. That poor, when poor that comes, poor, that poor. You look different problem. at them, don't you? When you're poor, though, that poor. Yeah. That poor, yeah, different conversation. Don't. You can't say a lot of things when you're poor, though. Like yeah, uh, that's right. We, can I we get dessert? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, long as it's not over ninety nine cents. <laughs> see, see, I be going, I be going over there, going over the Golden Corral. Hey, baby, you got it all: appetizer, <laughs> salad, entree, and dessert. You need to be quiet now. If you go there for six ninety nine, exactly. get that drink now. The drink free. Exactly. You get food, you get food and the dessert. I love y'all, David and Tamla. Man, they winning y'all. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So, go to buyraycon.com iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart.